1: Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in him is hard, it's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese, you pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep, nice. no names, these are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them camp trails in the sky. Rise and shine, everybody. It's Deontay Damper here with The Day with Trey. Um, I'm so happy to be here. I hope you guys are having a blessed day out there. I had a great weekend, but I want to reach out to one of my homies. I know he's out there in Houston, in H-Town, where it goes down. How you doing, O? Hey, man.
0: You know what I'm saying? Come on. The smile the smile says it all. I'm back here in Houston. This is two times in two weeks. And this is really big. It's already, like, big when I come down here. You know, my, my, my youngest daughter Victoria, lives here in Houston. So I was already planning on coming back here. This week anyway. But then the Mariners, you know what I'm saying? They clinched there and they play the Astros tomorrow and Thursday. And I know we got Chuck's gonna talk about it. So man, I'm living my best life down here
1: in H-Town, bro. Uh, man, it's so good. We had a great weekend out here. You know, I stayed home a little bit. You know, I watched a lot of House of Dragons. I had to catch back up on my show. But you know, we do have some some community calls to action this morning. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so let me get right into this real quick. This is on a very serious note. This coming out of Central District of Seattle here yesterday. I've um, been looking for Sky Sanchez with five years old, braided hair, pink shirt, uh, blue skirt, pink shoes, taken by her parent, by her mom, um, and uh, they're from a supervised visit there on uh, MLK in the Madison Valley. So five years old Sky Sanchez is now missing. Was taken by her mom, um, and the police are actively looking for her. Seattle Police Department. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Sky Sanchez or her mother Kiana Sanchez, then uh, the Seattle Police Department, wanted you to call nine one one. Again, this was right there in the Central District on um, in Madison Valley on um, Martin Luther King and Madison. So I want to bring that to community's attention.
1: Yes, we definitely have to make sure we share that out. I know I've seen it and was sharing it on all my platforms last night. Um, just sending my, my, my prayers to the family. But we have to work together, community. We have a Black girl that's mm-hmm. missing. We know that the news outlets aren't going to be talking about it as much. So it is up to what? It's up to us.
0: Definitely, definitely up to us. Um, today is is also is just real interesting depending upon what part of the country you're in some people it's Columbus Day but you know <laughs> of course there in, in Seattle in Washington state it's indigenous peoples day that's right indigenous peoples uh and you know for a while now people have been saying the only Christopher that
1: they recognize is Christopher Wallace <laughs> but, yes right okay. Mine's is Chris Rock, but I mean, it's cool, you know. I'm sure many, many Chris's, but not that Chris. Maybe every, like when I think about everybody hates Chris, that's when I think about Christopher Columbus. Oh
0: man! Well, in Indigenous Peoples Day, man, well, maybe I was about to say what are your thoughts on it, but clearly you're sharing your thoughts.
1: I mean, thoughts I am. Right? I think that one of the things that's really important too is like, yes here in Seattle, here in Western Washington, we acknowledge that we are on stolen land. But I think one of the things about it, it with community, and I said it before when, um People like Colleen Echohawk was running for mayor. We need to be intentional with putting our indigenous community members in office. Not waiting for, not waiting for these grants to come in. Not adding them in to make a grant look good. We need to be more intentional with bringing a lot of our indigenous community members into the positions of power that were taken away from them many four scores and seven years and seven. I can't remember four scores and mm-hmm. something years ago. What was it, Cindy? What was it? Four scores and seven years ago. Well, either way, what I'm saying is we need to we need to uplift our indigenous community members and continue to push them into places um, that were stripped away from them, such as these positions that people have in these um, these seats now. And yes, that is a shade.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the the, the thing is, there's there's a lot of stuff people kind of get wrong or don't realize about Christopher Columbus, man, is that he never made it here to North America. You right. And I mean, he is he never set foot here on North America. Also, if they would have kept their deal, because he was supposed to get a percentage of all the riches that came back there to Spain, like he would have been like his family would have been one of the richest, whatever you know, ever. But you know, that fell through for him. And also, it's like not no defense of Christopher Columbus, but you know, history is just history, right? So, so this dude's from Italy, and he go to Spain, he don't speak the local language. You know what I'm saying? He figures out that he's trying to get on and, uh, you know, and, and sail and he's got this this idea or whatever. And, you know, I mean, he's not royalty or anything. He twists some arms and and figures out a way to get an audience with the Queen. And then he goes and makes the boldest thing ever. He's like, yo, man, I want to be Admiral of the Seas. Like, it's whole, the whole story is wild. And then what it opened up clearly after that is a whole nother thing. But it's like, you know, in certain parts of America, Columbus Day is very serious business. And even there in Washington State, you know, we have the mighty Columbia River and, you know, there's so many things, Columbus or, you know, across America. But I mean, the uplift is real for our indigenous people. You know what I'm saying? Our indigenous family was out there who we already know hundreds of years of, you know, genocide, marginalization and everything else. So, you know, I mean, I've I've Feel it. I feel Indigenous People's Day. You know, what I'm I'm saying I'm 100% behind that. I I love the sound of it. You know, I love the uplift. It's real.
1: But well, I'll leave it with this. You know, it's no different from how people celebrate um, Pride Month during during June. Like, yes, we have one day in the space to acknowledge Indigenous people, but we need to be doing that every damn day.
0: Well, you know what? I try to excuse my language. Right. I be trying to acknowledge all my pride, fam, every day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate God. that, brother. Come on, man. You know, big old, I show <laughs> up. You know, I show up. You... Hey, speaking of showing up, though, man. <clears throat> excuse me. It's been something that's pretty, pretty interesting for us. Um, and you know, a lot of times we converge. Um, we, are, we always like to say we put paint where it ain't, and a lot of, there ain't been a lot of paint on the protests that are going on around seattle in regards to what's happening there in iran um and you you got out there in the streets i know our photographer jordan somers um you know big shout out to him he's been following these protests but you and caesar Gonzalez got out there in the streets on friday right
1: yes oh my god um, Friday was amazing. We were down the 520 bridge, walking down, standing up for our, our, our Iranian community members and, and actually getting more knowledge, uh, could, because keep in mind these other new outlets, much love to them, but they're not, there wasn't enough. I calculated how many minutes, um, this topic was discussed and it was all with all three media outlets and it was only less than four minutes over the course of the week. So me, Caesar and Jordan, shout out to them. We, we actually walked down that, the 520 corridor and, and, and stood up with our Iranian brothers and sisters and non-binary folks and then walked over there to the UW and, and talked to some of our community members. It was it, in the community. Keep in mind, there was no one else there. There was no other community there but us. Um and very happy to stand with our community members um, from American uh, Iranian Americans United, um, who facilitated the event.
0: All right, well, we'll take a look at this video right now.
2: Alive Hundreds of people gathered in Seattle on Friday to condemn the Iranian government's crackdown on protesters in that country, in the aftermath of the death of a young woman who was killed while in police custody. Dozens of protesters there had been killed or arrested. The protests in Iran began after 22 year old Masa Amini was arrested by Iran's so called morality police for allegedly violating the Islamic country's strict dress code for head coverings. She died a few days after being detained. People of all ages showed up to the Seattle demonstration to voice their support for the protesters in Iran, dozens of whom have been killed or arrested in the last few weeks. They marched on a busy highway leading into the city, holding signs and chanting. Drivers showed their support by honking. (laughs) The marchers then went to the University of Washington, where they held a candlelight vigil, singing and chanting.
0: Iranian high school children, university students, and older people and their parents and everybody is on the streets of Iran calling for freedom, asking for freedom and they're getting killed in response.
2: Farahnaz Darudi has been in the U.S. for 43 years and is outraged by what is happening in Iran. It's not only for hijab, it's not for hair, it's for all the women's right in Iran that never had it. They never had it for 43 years. She said she would give up her own life for those getting killed over there. I wish I was there. And I was killed instead of all those innocent children and young people that you are, they are uh, our country's future. Nila, who asked that we not use her last name, said she wants the world to know what is happening to people in Iran. We are here tonight to let the world know what's going on in Iran. And what the re- Iranian regime doing to the people? They are killing people, and they don't care about anything. As Iranians, we're living in this dual state of hope and despair. You know, there's so much pain and um, so much anger, so much grief. Daniel Lotfi grew up in Iran and moved to the United States when he started high school. He says he sees parallels between what's happening over there and here. As an immigrant, um, I see so many. Um, connections between what's happening in Iran and the fight for liberation, for women's liberation, and how that's connected to the movements in the U.S. More protests are planned over the next few weeks here in Seattle. All right,
0: yeah, Okay. What, what caught your like? What caught sparked your attention? Um, you know about this to make you want to go out there and and join with the protesters?
1: when i think about it and i think about community i think about the message i just noticed as i stated before that there wasn't any media pushes for this but just thinking about women's rights in general right i noticed that when it when we were talking and here i go with this a dig again but when we're talking about white women and their rights, it's all over the news, it's casted. We are sharing it constantly throughout the community. Oh my gosh, we have to show up. We have to do this. We have to show up. But let a person of color. Iran has been going through so much scrutiny from from the US, so we can which start, starts in a whole bunch of different uh, it's such a starts a different conversation. But when we're talking about those the women out there, because this isn't the first protest that they've had behind this, but and let alone the government out there aren't even releasing more information that she was actually murdered in there. So let's also start there. No different from sticking up for women here in America, Converge Media and, and, the, and everyone here, staff here, is standing with our Iranian brothers and sisters. It was amazing to see elders in their 80s and 90s Standing there, uh, standing there with little little girls under the age of four. Standing in solidarity because they're thinking about family members that they lost um, in that space. So for me, it's hurt. It was hurt. It was hurtful to watch. But I also know that um, if it if it doesn't have sometimes if it doesn't have white attached to it, it's not news. And that's the part that really hurts, that Mm. that hurts the most.
0: That that part, huh? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, this, this, when we look at this protest, you know, once again, big shout out to Jordan Somers, uh, Absolutely. photographer. You know, I mean, he has roots there in Iran, and you know, it was something I kind of saw on national news, but not like local, and so he brought it to my attention and he was like, Man, I want to go and cover this. I was like, Man, well, you should, you know, I mean, um. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. People talk about it. Converge, um, you know why? Why a lot of times, you know, I mean, clearly we say we're a black media news source for Pacific Northwest, which we are. But it was like last year when Council President Deborah Juarez and Gabe Galanda um, they they came on air and they talked about the uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women and children. And it was just a spark in my mind that is like, how can we ever have an expectation for other communities to care about our young black boys and girls that are getting murdered in the streets and gun violence if we can't open up our platform and our hearts for other communities that are impacted? And so that's why it's like, you know, we do a lot of stuff now with awareness around the native and native communities. And then, you know, also this Iranian. I got a few Iranian friends. But you know, it isn't like I kick it with them, I'm deep in the community. But it's like, you know, it's if we have an expectation for people to care about what we care about, then we need to also care and make space and amplify what other people care about. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad that you guys been out there
1: and stayed on top of this. It was, it was, it was a great experience. And shout out to all the the people that we interviewed. Definitely want to shout out Jordan and Caesar, who captured everything beautifully um and jordan i believe was out there yesterday in kirkland as well but if people want to get more information um on facebook you can look up iran, iran iranians america iranian americans united on face on the facebook page they have more protests and the protests will continue to come until we get freedom out there for our community members yeah I just uh,
0: no i'm sorry i cut you off you want to say one
1: no, it was just, it was, it was, it was a lot to unpack that weekend. I, I've never walked down the 520, but that was worth it. It was, it was, it was mm-hmm. worth it to stand there with our community members. Yeah. I got and again, and again, I challenge other community members that are in offices and, and that are out there trending on Twitter with, with some of their feminism, right? <laughs> that, that, Stick up for our people of color that are going through the same thing. We have so many. You just heard something earlier. We got a black girl that's missing. I ain't seen it on any uh, on many of those people's Twitter feeds, and you know why? I'm tired of it. If it ain't white, it's, if if it ain't white, it ain't right. I'm tired of the white lives, the of the white lives matter without saying, without really authentically advocating for for our women, our women of color. Yeah, you're right. I'm, we got to go to a commercial break. I'm sorry. Oh, because I'm getting a little flustered. Who do we got when we come back?
0: Oh, I'm I'm, I'm let. I'm fighting with the buttons back there. Wait, wait, what you we'll go there? He is. Is Chuck? Searching Seattle
1: Sports. We're we, we gonna talk a little bit about these Mariners when we ca- come back. You're watching the day with Trey
0: get ready everyone october 24th and 25th conversion media is heading right back to the paramount theater join me basil gordon eric calligraphy trey holiday and the entire conversion media family as we once again broadcast live with conversations on art culture mental health community issues and more trust me you won't want to miss a single moment Head over to whereweconverge.com for more information and we will see you October 24th and 25th streaming live across all Converge media platforms.
3: Community, it's been three years since we've been able to celebrate in person at our annual evening of choice. And this year at Access and Pioneer Square on October 19th at 6 p.m., we will be back together again celebrating our journey, healing towards justice. This past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for our young people and our community at large. And one thing that has become clear and absolutely true is there's one way forward that brings all of us together, and that's as we heal. And when our young people heal, they're truly able to become who it is they've been purposed to be. So on this evening, you'll hear stories of our young people, hear the evolution of our organization as we emphasize healing in our cause, and together we will celebrate another year of impact and growth as we journey towards justice together. Again, it's at Access and Pioneer Square, 6 p.m. on October 19th. And live streaming will be available through YouTube at IChooseWinning.
1: And we're back with The Day with Trey. I- OK, so a lot of a lot of things have been going on in the areas of sports. OK, so we're, we got our brother Chuck here with Circle of Seattle Sports. How you doing, brother?
3: Oh, uh, you know, it's been an, you can tell I've been kind of losing my voice. Yeah, yelling I've been <laughs> we doing. Were talking about it. it it's been an exciting weekend. I mean, you know, with the, this all this happening, you know, I, I don't mean to age anybody, but none of this has happened. This playoff stuff with the Mariners since I was about three months old. OK, so it's been a long time. So all of this, the playoffs, just making it is a big deal. But with what happened over the past weekend, it just it just continues. It's a uh, uh, Dave Niehaus quote, famous mm-hmm. Mariners broadcaster. It's just been incredible. It's been a lot of fun, you know, just to see all these people, you know, gathered around this team and just from all over Seattle, you see Mariners crap everywhere. Just yes, everywhere. absolutely. I don't know if I should have said that word. But, you know, just it's, it's really fun to like the reactions. We had the watch parties over at T-Mobile Park to watch these away games because they were in Toronto. And just to see people take time out of their day, bring their kids to watch these games and just the energy, the excitement. I, you know, I I say it a lot. uh, A lot of that stuff, like packed houses, great energy in these crowds. I don't see that much anywhere else than in sports. And that's obviously there are a lot of things in sports that can be improved upon upon the, the many different sports we have in this country. But. The energy like that—it's really hard to replicate for me. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun to see all this take place.
1: Okay, now catch me up. Okay, so sorry, community, y'all gonna laugh at me, but I'm not that. I'm into sports. I'm still like, you—you just said it was ESPN. I've been calling it ESPN my whole life. We can roll with ESPN. Okay, ESPN. Okay, so what has? Can you update us on what happened during the last game that we had?
3: So the Mariners traveled to Toronto to play two games against the Blue Jays. Blue Jays, if if the Mariners. Whenever they play Toronto here, it's like all of Canada comes down to watch that game. They like take over, it's a big deal. So there's a little bit of a rivalry going on right okay. there. Toronto's a good team, but because of the Mariners not doing essentially enough as the end of the season, they couldn't host all these, they couldn't have these here. So okay. we had to go on the road to Toronto, which is no no easy feat. So you can see we've got it on the screen here. October 7th. Uh, they went uh, to toronto took care of business really dominated that game was like oh shoot so you mean business because this playoffs deal it was like okay you made it after 21 years you might just be happy to be here right five years is a long time 10 years let alone a drought of 20 years not doing something it's a big deal and you think okay maybe they're just going to be happy to be here they're going to be out of here yeah and then they dominate game one and you're like Whoa! What guys, was the score? Uh, three to nothing. It's, okay. I say dominate, but it's because you know the zero there is a big deal because Toronto, they're a really good offensive team. Mm-hmm. So to see them just kind of blank is is huge. Game two is the big deal here. You can see ten to nine. That's a lot. That's a lot of for baseball. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the Mariners were down eight to one at one point. You think, oh shoot. You know, I heard fans in the building, oh, we'll be here tomorrow for game three, because if they lost game two, they'd have to play a game three, we'll be here again. Oh, you see the mariners lose, and it's like the fifth inning, you are know, like fifth out of nine. You're like, oh shoot, this is you know, you had game one, it was great. Maybe use all your energy then. You're getting you're behind, you know, pushed in. You're like, yeah. oh shoot. So eight to one. And they come back, and it starts coming back, and you're like, "Oh shoot, you know, maybe they mean business, or maybe they're just giving their last little hurrah." Yeah, it's only the uh, so they come back and win ten to nine, and kind of stun Toronto. Kind of feel bad because Toronto sports teams have a tendency to choke in the playoffs. Okay, Um, (laughs) but it's only the third ever comeback in postseason history of seven or more runs. So three. So only three times that's
1: happened over about a few hundred years because baseball is an old sport okay and when's you know I mean? the last time that we have actually been in the playoffs 21 years ago 21 years ago so was that with um Ichiro, Ichiro, Ichiro was on. yeah that okay. was his, his oh, see, year see I do be knowing yeah. some stuff I give you credit I had to go back and think yeah okay
3: back early October of 2001 was okay. like the last time they had won it uh you know i don't know if you ever like see a percentages about uh who's got a better chance to win toronto had a 99 out of hundred, ninety-nine uh-huh. percent chance to win like halfway through that game and you're like again you thought they were dead to rights and just this incredible comeback that i've never seen before i had kind of tuned out i'm like all right we'll be back tomorrow uh i'm not worried about it because you play three you know i got another i've got another chance at this um Also, that day, uh, October eighth, was twenty-seven years to the day uh, where Edgar Martinez, a famous Mariner, one
1: of one of the all-time greats, hit his famous double. Okay. See, Uh, and I remember. See, all right now. See, I remember that 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 time frame. See, that's when I. That's when my grandpa watched it a lot. So I remember. I think it was Edgar Tito Martinez. Yep. 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 Jay Buhner. King Griffey Jr. The the bald heads. Yeah. King Griffey Jr. and Randy Johnson. Yep. Okay. Yep. See, look at look at God. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely.
3: That's exact same timetable. Uh. So, tw- I, just the it's been a long time, and a lot a lot of people, you know, our storm have made the playoffs continuously and won championships. Sounders have been in the playoffs. The Seahawks won a Super Bowl over right. this time that this drought has taken place. So a lot of people kind of write the Mariners off. They're like, ah, you know, same old Mariners. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. Yeah. They're gonna fall on their face.
1: But they're doing good. But we got a storm coming, aren't we playing? in houston soon yes
3: yes okay. absolutely if we've, we've got that uh big o big o's in houston yeah i mean he was talking about it uh, i don't know if he wants to say it, but we got it on the screen here games one and two are on tuesday and thursday so t- this is unfortunate tuesday at twelve thirty-seven. Okay, so it's the middle of the day what are you going to be doing right you might have work you might be doing something i know it's tough and then thursday the same thing uh twelve thirty-seven uh but the big thing is October 15th right there you see uh that is back in Seattle we don't know what time that'll be unfortunately but that's the first home playoff game and again 20 years and i know the city's been starving for that sort of thing so this is a big deal like like you and i were talking about before we got live here right this is Houston is the big bully yeah Houston's kind of been since they came into our conference uh, people, I'm sure if you have little baseball knowledge, Houston's had a famous cheating scandal. So there was that big thing. There's not so there's not a lot of love for Houston outside of the, uh, yeah. the Houston community there. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of your big bad. So yeah. if you can, I, you know, with that big comeback, I really do think you you have a chance. You know, when I was looking at this before we actually got in the playoffs, they said the only team in the playoffs I'm worried about is Houston. Okay. Because you know, again, they've been the big bad.
1: Right? Well, what do you think Seattle needs to do? Well, how would you? How would if you were coaching, Chuck? What would you? What would you? What would you throw in? So,
3: well, I mean, I think it comes down to what a lot of the Mariners have done already this season. They have good pitching. You know, you're going to need that. Any playoff team is going to need that because Houston has good pitching too. So you're going to need to match up with them in that regard. Your defense is going to need to continue to to do well. They had like uh, the least errors in all of MLB so they're they're tidy on defense they're nice and tidy um and then I think the big thing is your offense your offense if anyone reads my uh my game recap blogs on the blog site don't know I complain about how the offense is really like Jekyll and Hyde up and down Mm -hmm. you're gonna need to bring it you're gonna need to bring it and show up so I guess it's a lot of uh just a lot of these guys have been waking up as the playoffs some of these guys who had a tough year have been waking up so it's just continuing to get the most out of the guys you know are going to do well. But also, hey, there are guys who might have been written off. I need you right now. Because, yeah. again, your pitching and your defense is going to do its job. Your offense is your biggest factor to me. And I think if you're, you you, you want it as a coach, you want something of substance. I'm going to give you some assignments. You need to take one of these games in Houston. Yeah, Because it's best of five. Um, you played two games then in Houston, two games in Seattle, and one more. If they go to Game Five, it would be
1: in Houston. You've got to steal one in Houston. Okay. So I think we're going. I think we're going to do it. You know, I think we're going to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> World Series. I just, uh, it, oh. it's, it's the same. It's I'll, the same level. Okay. So okay. you, were, you
3: were right in that same level. Okay. But Oops. I really, I you know, all right. With I think yes, if if we can get past Houston, I think you can take it all. I mm-hmm. really do. But no, I you. you See, see, give I'm a,
1: yourself more credit i'm trying you know i knew that some of the players i mean so i'm gonna I'm get it right you know you give know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna no, be watching circle in seattle sports no so can you do me a favor look at the camera and tell us when we could be able to watch mm,
3: okay so <laughs>
1: uh
3: these mariner games uh we, these game one is on tuesday 12:37 p.m pacific time on tbs I know it's been tough with baseball because the uh, the streaming services and all that, don't get me wrong, I get it too. It's hard to watch some of this stuff. TBS, all of these games are going to be on TBS, Game 1 and Game 2, 1237. Game 1 is on Tuesday. Game uh, 2 is on Thursday. I will be at Hatback Bar and Grill in Steelhead's Alley down right across from the ballpark so I don't have to worry about paying for some streaming service, and I can go watch it at that cool, nice Steelheads Alley that's got all that history. There are a ton of places you can watch these minor games. There's the Minor's Bar League, Steelhead Alley, right across from the ballpark. Really great spot to be. Uh, But if you want to watch it from the comfort of your own home, TBS will have these games, 12.37 p.m., Tuesday and Thursday, are game one and two down in Houston. Or, you know, if you're watching, it's too much. I know baseball is kind of a slower sport. I get that. I respect it. Uh, We on social media at Circling Seattle Sports will always have updates from the game, scores, you know, injury, up, all that stuff. I mean, that's my job. That's what I do. So if you need if you'd like to just update at your own pace. Don't get me wrong. I can do that for
1: you on there. Okay. Well, we can't wait. Uh, Gosh, I'm so. sorry. Jump uh, jumping in here real quick. Oh, 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 <laughs> right, oh right, wait. I didn't. I thought <laughs> you were <was>
0: gone. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here. Chuck. I, you know, I I think that what Deontay wanted to tell people as well is how can people keep up with you? As right. Well as that's what I was asking.
1: Yes. Mm, well,
3: that's. Thank you for bringing that up. And I'm sorry I didn't get that. Yeah, I lost, it's, lost it's that okay. in translation there. But yes, uh, on on Instagram, we're at Circling Seattle Sports. On Twitter, if you put on Circling Seattle Sports, we'll pop up. It's our CSS logo like you saw during the commercial. Uh, or if you're looking for the direct at, it's at Circling Sports. On Facebook, Circling Seattle Sports, type that all in there. And obviously, on Mondays, we have our weekly show, Circling Seattle Sports, on Converged Media here in the Black Media Matters studio, myself, as well as Bell Garcia, all the incredible photographers we work with, we always have our Mariners coverage. I got to get I, – I know O is kind of – he's in Houston right now. He's mm-hmm. busy, but I know he's a hat guy. I got to get him one of the hats with the playoff logos on it. I know he's probably maybe a little bit jealous that I got that <laughs> right. We'll, we'll get him geared up, you know. But, yes, uh, Instagram, at Circling Seattle Sports. Twitter, at Circling Sports. Facebook, Circling Seattle Sports. It's what we do here you know, we cover all our teams, but this Mariners, I mean, it's really exciting for me. It's very yeah. emotional just because, you know, my dad gave me baseball at such a young age and it's been rough. You know, I told you the same old Mariners, you get here, Oh, they suck. You're not going to make again this year, 20 years of that, most of my existence mm-hmm. as a human being, you know, so to see them finally break through, it's like you're cheering for the underdog for the longest time and they're doing the thing right now. So yeah. I just hope they get to where we were saying, you know,
1: yeah, knock, knock on wood. We gotta get there first. But right. oh, oh, how do you feel? I know oh oh's been like oh attack you know, me I mean, in these Mariners games and I wouldn't know
0: what's going on. But, but let me, oh let me tell you something. If you go to Twitter right now and you put in my handle, Omari Saul, right? And I tweeted this last night, and it's lightweight gone viral here in Seattle. Okay, it's over a thousand fifty-seven likes, forty forty-two retweets. I said, why am I such a Mariners fan? When I was a kid in the Central District, Alvin Davis would come to the CD and give us tickets. I'd walk down to the Kingdom and watch the M's play. I saw all the legends. His act of kindness decades ago never left me and never will. See us rise. That's how I feel, man. I love these M's, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this is the best. I'm living my best life right now.
1: Yes, that is amazing. See, I need to come to a game then. Fifteen, oh, both- do it. we need tickets. Yeah, to Y'all <laughs> both want to be all quiet. I want to go see the. I want to go see the. I, playoffs. Think, I think we
3: need to get that. Ooh, well, playoffs. You know, I got a, legit, a, a limited budget, so we'll, we'll work on what we can work on. Uh, but we'll, regardless, we'll have to get you out to one of these. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I want some Oak peanuts can and you.
1: cracker jacks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay, oh, you know. <laughs> And on oh, that note, we will be, thank you so much for coming in, oh, Chuck. We will be me. right back with a day, the day with Trey. Hey y'all, welcome back to the day with Trey. We're about to close on out, but I just wanted to show this overlay one more time. Oh, where you come yeah. from? You can't be popping up like that. It's I'm like, every- remember Be Witch when, when the wife would just, the mom would
0: just pop up? That's what you just said. Come on, man, I'm everywhere like air, bro. I'm, I'm up in here and I knew you were getting ready to go to this and not to like come in and hop on your shine or nothing. No, no. No, but you know, I, if I, I'll put this up here real quick uh man Tequila kill this is something really special over there at seattle seattle theater group the stg paramount and it's 11 through the through the 16th and really want to encourage people to get out there you know what i'm saying and see this i mean it's always been like a powerful powerful show but on the 13th here's what i wanted to let you know that on the 13th there's a matinee <clears throat> and we got some tickets for that and one i'm talking to our audience but also talking to you deontay Cause we really want to be intentional about sharing this, this powerful performance with, with people in our community who might even need, you know, so it could just be like people that you work with there. You know what I'm saying? At the various organizations that you work with, or, you know, I mean, exposing this, this, um, this play to, you know, to different community members, but the 13th, if anybody wants to go, you know what I'm saying. From this broadcast, from the day, from the day with Trey, all you need to do is just email, uh, email BESA. BESA actually handles the tickets. BESA B E S A at where we That's the thirteenth, right? It's the thirteenth, and it's the matinee show. I believe it's in early in the day. It might be 11 a.m. or something like that. But man, we really want you to get out there and to the see to kill a mockingbird. Have you seen this before, Deontay?
1: I have seen it very many, very many years ago, um, but I, I think that my mom is one of the first black and white movies, that in Imitation of Life were the main movies that she wanted me to watch, and it's so funny. Um, I was just actually talking to her about this a couple of weeks ago, and actually I was talking to Jay Martin about it um, last week when we went out to um, to eat, so it's like this is really important for us to, for people, especially with lived experience to go see, I think that this will be amazing for a lot of those community members. So if you guys are interested, please hit up our girl Basa up.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm putting this, you know, this is when I'm on the road, uh, have, are you seeing how relaxed Curtis looks back there?
1: Curtis is so relaxed right now. I wish I could show you what he was just doing, but I promise you. That's because it's two directors. You know what I'm saying? And you
0: got to remember that for like six months, and we're in between studio, this used to be me and... um, me and Treana and I would direct right here from my laptop. But so though so Curtis is back there, but he knows like oh big old you know what I'm saying? We'll press the buttons and, and
1: yeah, but don't worry, Kurt, he's still Curtis is still directing, he's smiling from ear to ear right now. Sure. <laughs> 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 this is my man. Hey, this is
0: your show, so I'm gonna pop out right here, man. But I will be back tomorrow.
1: Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh. And I want to thank y'all tomorrow. And I'll see y'all again tomorrow, same time, same channel, Converge Media. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, y'all. Tomorrow we'll have amazing guests. And I'll be surrounded around amazing community people like yourselves. I'm Deontay, and thank you for watching The Day with
2: Trey.